everyone. It's April, and we're all here today, but Tony and I, we're going to talk to Veronica and ask her some questions and talk about our pets a little bit. And everyone here is doing wonderfully. Uh, we're going to have a big storm in the next two days, and that's always good news for my dogs because it means I'm not going anywhere, and they can be on my lap all day. So they're going to have a really good time, and everybody's doing really well. I mean, all the cats and dogs and everybody are thriving, and you just get it a little bit warmer here. It would be better, but we're having this kind of weird, they call it an atmospheric river or something. There's some kind of moisture that comes in. So they're planning on it being very, very, very wet. So I'm staying home, and I'm going to be with my animals. And, Tony, uh, how's the weather in uh, Maine? Oh, it's cold. I mean, we're our normal 20-something. But it's quite lovely. Hmm. Ah. You like cold weather, don't you? You like cold weather. I do. I, I do. When I was younger, I loved, loved the heat. The hotter, the better. But now it's like, oh, no, not summer coming again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened, but I do like it. Ah. Well, I like yeah. it, too. I like it because it's, oh, I can't go anywhere, and I kind of like that. kind of like that where well, I can just yeah. stay home and be. Well, I like putting on my sweaters and, you know, doing that sort of thing. And I don't know. I enjoy it. But all the ah. kids are good here. Knock on wood. Nothing to report. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're go we're supposed to get snow. <laughs> well, kind of. I guess it's fake snow. Yeah. <laughs> I have a brother in Michigan, and he goes, "You don't have real snow out there." I said, you don't. supposed to snow, and he's like, "Oh my God!" He says, "You know, you get a couple little snowflakes, and you think you've had a blizzard." I'm with your brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys are wimps there. Oh, no. Yes. It's, well, snow. it's supposed to snow at night, and I'm up a kind of in the mountains, so the one yeah. really great thing is that the mountains, the big mountain range that's behind us, I think it's the, the uh, Sierra Madre, um, is all covered in snow. It is surreal. I look forward to that every year because it, all the mountains surrounding us are blanketed in snow. So it's a beautiful tapestry. And I love going out and looking at that because it's it's just a beautiful thing. And I'm really hoping if they're saying it's going to snow where I'm at, it's certainly going to snow up where the mountains are, certainly. I want to say to your did you pick up where April said, I like looking at it? I did. <laughs> she likes looking at it. Mm -hmm. But I don't like driving in it. All right. You can't tell me that you like driving in snow. I'd rather drive in snow than in rain. Well, that's I a good feel, point. I feel more secure in snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. The snow is much better to drive in than rain. And out here oh. in California... If it rains a minuscule amount, it's like an, a statewide disaster, which maybe always makes me laugh because I can remember 
school and stuff, you know, getting up at five in the morning and chiseling my car in the snow, you know, driving through six feet of snow to get to college. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah, they're a bunch yeah. of babies here. They don't get it. Yeah, well, you've lived there long enough. They'll never get it. They, they, they just don't drive well. Even in the rain, they complain and cry and whine. Even then. Okay, well. But well, anyway, I'm going to go yeah. get Veronica. You go ahead and let me talk to our audience. Okay, dear. Okay. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I mean, you heard her say I like looking at it. I mean, come on. Anyway, <laughs> we've got a good show coming up. And um, I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, yes, we are. Good day to you. Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Michael. Do each of our various lives maintain an individual consciousness and memories when we leave the physical? Or do they ultimately blend back into an overall, back into overall losing their individuality? Well, we have spoken of this many times. And we will say it one more time. You keep every little moment that occurred in this life you just had that you can't remember in the linear because you've got so many memories and they're all boxed up in there, you will remember every tiny bit of this life. Every little bit of information will be there in your consciousness should you choose to pull it up and take a look at it if you wanted to. You do not go into a huge vat of energy that mingles all together and there's no individuality. That's not the way it was set up. Each life that you have, there's kind of like a little note-taking through the whole thing. And when you get to the other side, you're not going to be thinking linearly anymore, which is problematic when you're trying to pull up things from the past or other experiences. But when you're on the other side, all of that goes away. You are in a big, huge, energetic vortex where all you have to do is decide, well, I want to talk about that life I lived in 1513. I want to think about that for a minute. Boom, there it is, and you're in it. So the individuality stays. Each life you have stays. All the minutiae information stays, should you wish to access it. Now, it's not smacking you in the face, but if you wish to remember it, you can it's all there in your consciousness and does not adhere to any sort of homogenous big vat of energy that becomes one big thing and loses all of its individuality. No, does not happen. And many of you will not believe that. But when you get there, you will remember what we said and went, ah, yeah, Veronica did tell us that. And you will remember every little detail because it's important for your evolution for your 
expansion of your consciousness. You need to have access to all the experience. To not have access to all the experience of your individuality kind of undercuts the whole process of your own evolvement. So let's put this to bed and say, there is no such thing as a huge vat of homogenous energy that I'm going into. What it's going to be is I'm going to have a file cabinet in my head, no pun intended, um, and remember every little detail. Let's think about that instead, because that will prepare you to advance your consciousness even more so that the, the, the playing field is even bigger. So no homogenizing, all very individualistic, and that's the way it will stay. It doesn't change. Okay. Our next question is coming from Ross. Under certain, certain circumstances, I am able to see rapidly moving lines of energy around us. What exactly are they? Well, you are one of the fortunate people who are able to see and process energy with great speed and accuracy in the linear reality. Not everyone can do that. So first of all, we say good for you. The lines you are seeing is part of the grid. Not everyone can see that. Everything is held together by an energetic grid, and you are seeing that. It's not something that everyone can see, so some people don't adhere to that at all. But the energy as it moves around you, some of you with your eyes can see it. And it's truth. What it is, is the grid. And you're seeing a small part of it that's part of you. If you were to extend out even further, you would see even more mass lines of energy if you were to allow yourself to move forward. And we think, Ross, that you're advanced enough that you might want to try that. Try pushing through those lines and see what you see. We think it might be fascinating for you. And any of the others of you who see these grid lines, push through them. Go on an adventure. You can't be hurt because you're doing it at a conscious level. And you just push it in there to it and see what you can see beyond that. Could be fun. Could be very interesting and it could be very evolving and consciousness raising. So all of you have a little assignment. See if you can pull it off and let us know how it went for you. All right, our next question is coming from Jessica. Have energies like yours always handled? themselves through a human to help us all evolve. Not every energy finds this to be a productive thing. A lot of energies in the eternal realize the denseness of physical reality and how difficult it is to do that. But some of them are very driven to be helpful to the human race, especially those who have gone through some difficulties themselves. So not all energies do it, but those like us have done it many, many times. And to have an energy from a different perspective guiding you on your journey is a great gift. You know yourself, if you're driving out somewhere and you're trying to find some place and you're navigating the map by yourself, it can be tedious to try to drive and navigate the map. 
always helpful when you have someone to read the map for you and say, yeah, hey, here, it looks like this is the path to go through. Maybe you should try that. That's kind of what it's like to have an energy channel through you. They may be able to give you insight and information that you normally wouldn't get. And that is why we channel, and that is why we come in, because we want to help you, guide you to a thing that we know for certain is a difficult tro- difficult process. So, yes, there are a lot of energies like us that do this. But there are also some that say, oh, no, that's not for us. We will do other things, just like in any other any other environment. So, yes, there are a lot of us that have done this, and just as many who have not. Okay. Um, our next question comes from Walter. I have been told that God is in heaven, looking down on all of us. I have also heard that God is everywhere. Which one is the truth? We would say God is everywhere is more truthful than saying there is a, a higher evolved energy sitting on a throne looking down and judging all of you. It's important to know that the energy of the God that you all look up to and fondly participate with is actually inside of you. That energy, you are a representation of God on the earth. You are connected with your heart chakra to that energy. You are not separate from it. You are not, you know, being judged. But you are participating by having that God energy within you that helps you through the process of evolvement and bringing back information for your source entity. So we'd say the truth is not so much that for definitely not a heavenly form sitting on a throne looking down at you, but God is everywhere, but more importantly, it's within you. And it is important to participate with that energy so that you can move the energy of the God essence out into this linear reality that is so thick and dense. So it's complicated, but actually very, very simple. You are a representation of the God energy. It is deep within your solar plexus. It is up to you how you do use that and bring goodness into the world through that. All right, Veronica, that was our last question. All and right. if you'd like like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be wonderful. All right, dear. Okay. Well, everyone, another good show. And, you know, I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. And, you know, I always mention that if you've heard something on the show you want more information on, that's, you know, that works too. Just write in and we'll get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Okay. Well, today is a day where everyone should take a little bit of focus upon how you're living your life. Sometimes it's necessary to sort of go through all the things that are happening dramatically in your life and find out which ones are the most important 
and find out ones that are just taking up your time by spinning around endlessly. Physical reality has the ability to be so thick and dense that it doesn't allow you, without effort, to move energy through your system and accomplish things on an energetic level while you're here. So we say it's really important that every day when you wake up, you decide. You say, okay, I'm awake, I'm in good shape, and I'm, here's my agenda for the day, and this is how I'm going to approach it, and then approach it. You have to start thinking about how you're going to evolve in this lifetime. Now, we realize that all of you are very up to your chins in how to solve the dramatic that might be going on that day. But realize that sometimes those dramatics are distractions. Stop yourself. Back up from any drama that's going on and back up and say, is this my highest good? Is this something that's going to evolve me? Or is this going to be an endless spin around where I end up just dizzy after the whole encounter? Make the choice to always pick the moment that will allow you the most growth. Don't be so quick to make a decision about which direction you're going in. Stop yourself for a second because the words and the, the shouting and all the, you know, all the stuff that goes on can get in the way and distract you. Take a quiet moment, feel into the energy and say, what is for my best purpose here? You're allowed to take that time to assess that. Don't be rushing willy-nilly into all these different dramatics without giving consideration to how you're going to get through it and how it's going to benefit you on an energetic level. So every day when you wake up, decide to look through the day and define the best ways to advance your energy, to expand your energy. If you get caught up in some senseless drama, you're not going to accomplish that. And that happens a lot. So decide to go a little slower, decide to take the time to think through a dramatic event that you might be going through and see where you can come through it with the best outcome. Which, and what we're saying here is to be, take the time to think. Just don't rush into something with a knee-jerk reaction because you might make a mistake. You might not be able to resolve it you might cause more trouble than what you had from the begin with. Calm down. Slow down. Think through the moment and then make your decisions of how you're going to either react or act in the situation. By thinking, you allow yourself the opportunity to assess what's best for you. And if you just run headstrong into something, you're not assessing anything. You're just bringing, running straight on headfirst into a brick wall. Don't do that. Stop for a second and say, what is my best choice here? And give yourself the opportunity and the gift of being able to think through something before you do a decision about where you're going in your life. Don't go too fast. You have the right to think through it slowly and thoroughly so that you make the best decisions for your moment. So what we're saying is focus more on the eternal when you're making decisions, because if you focus on the linear physical, it can get complicated and messy. So allow yourself the time to slow down and move into the eternal when you're making decisions, because you want the best decision. You want the one that's going to give you the most growth and the most awareness. 
slowing down to assess that is the thing to do. So in the future, decide you're going to do things a little more slowly. You're going to think through the moment and decide what you're going to do by thinking through it first, not just jumping in through a reactive moment. It may make a big difference. Well, thank you, Veronica. Wonderful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, have a good weekend. Bye-bye.